0: Getting clients with a small audience is about trust and authority. And today I'm going to share with you my top three favorite ways to build authority, even with a small audience so that new followers will want to spend time with me and eventually become clients. So if you have a small audience and you're looking for clients, this is the episode for you. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Koveni. Every Tuesday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. Currently, we are in the off season, which means I'm out there recording all the interviews, with those amazing coaches that you know and love. And so we'll be replaying some past interviews on Tuesdays, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today, our focus will be on three ways to elevate your authority, even with a small audience. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're riding on a bike, I bet it's a pain to listen to this intro and not be able to fast-forward it, right? (laughs) Okay, also, when you stop riding your bike, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks! To help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. I started this business four years ago. It will be five years in January when I quit my job, when I very ceremoniously walked into my office with three resignation letters in my hand one for my immediate manager one for their manager and one for the ceo of the company all saying my resignation was effective immediately they did subsequently let me stick around not let me they they asked me to please stick around for two more weeks in case they needed some help from me which was kind of nice but that was a moment when i realized i'm gonna do something else i'm i'm not going to be working here at a place where I feel like doesn't value me, where I feel like they don't know who I am. Because really, when I looked at myself in the mirror, I knew what I was looking at. I knew that I was a person that was extremely capable, extremely determined. And it didn't feel to me like my company understood that, that my company was using me to the best of my potential. So I quit. And I started on this online journey. And I'm going to tell you, The overwhelming sense that I needed to grow my audience was everywhere. And I wasn't the only one feeling it. All the coaches that I would follow, all they wanted to talk about was about their audience growth numbers, how their Facebook group went from seven people to 50,000 people, how they um, were able to use ads and other organic means to grow their audience and how they were blowing up. And let me tell you when I realized that I had a viral concept and everything was about growing the audience. And I started to feel like the reason my money, my money, my business wasn't blowing up was because, well, obviously I don't have a big audience. Therefore I don't have a big business. And I spent so much time and I spent so much money trying to make that right. Trying to go and say, all right, maybe I'm supposed to be a YouTube star. And I went and I invested $5,000 on a YouTube course. Maybe what I need is just an expert on Facebook ads to help me get over that threshold. $3,000 later. Paying for Facebook ads? That did absolutely nothing for me. And there's an asterisk there. It's not that Facebook ads don't work, it's that I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I didn't need Facebook ads at the time. All of these techniques are set up for people who are ready to elevate their online presence, after having had clients when you know what your message is when you know who you serve when you have already had clients when you already know what you're doing and that you want to do this particular thing in this particular way for years to come because you've already proven it then heck growing your audience is the next logical step but for coaches who are just starting out growing the audience ended up being not the first logical step And I didn't know that. I thought all I need is to grow my audience and my business will take off. And I kept saying that to myself. In the meantime, while I'm here dropping all my money down the drain, trying to grow my audience and not watching it grow, I am actually getting clients. I am, and I'm I'm saying that this is like, I'm seeing it as, You know, cause and effect, right? Because I have been getting myself into debt and because I've been investing in all of these things, that's why I'm getting clients, right? I started to see it as a cause and effect. Three years passed by and I hit $100,000 in revenue for the lifetime of my business within that time. And I didn't even celebrate it. I didn't even look at it like something that I could hang my hat on, something that I could say, wow, something is working. Congratulations, Sina. I couldn't even celebrate it for myself because I was still so stuck on the fact that my audience wasn't big enough yet. There is nothing to celebrate yet because my audience hasn't blown up. And I just kept doing that over and over and over again. So three years into my journey, at the end of my third year, I looked back and I noticed that there was no such cause and effect, that I was doing two completely different things. I was, on one hand, getting clients, building my authority online, and really figuring out what my message was and what my offer was. And on the other hand, I was pouring all of this money and resources on trying to grow an audience that wasn't growing. It was two completely different actions because the truth is that you have, you have to have a goal in mind when you're online and your goal should either be get clients or grow your audience. But if what you're doing is trying to do both, if you think that growing your audience is going to get you clients, then you are mix and matching to completely different strategies and you're not gonna reach either goal. And that's what I was doing. So once I realized that, I'm gonna tell you something, I got angry, I got so mad and people who have been following me for a long time might remember this email. I sent an email really angrily in December of 2020, I believe it was. Yeah, December of 2020, I was so mad at myself and I, I imposed a moratorium on investments because I said, this is BS that I have been dropping all of my money for the past three years and trying to grow my audience. And it hasn't grown while at the same time making money in my business. I have been getting clients all this time. So what am I doing? What is my priority here? And I got mad and I said, no more investments. I'm shutting down the fountain, the the well of investments, and I'm just going to work with what I have right now. Everything that I know, I'm going to work to match my implementation to my knowledge. And once I match it, then I'll know what I need help with, but I'm gonna shut down that well, and I'm just gonna focus on what I know I can do best, and that is to get clients. I'm only going to do that. Just focus on me, focus on the business, focus on getting clients, and forget all about that shiny object that is audience growth. Forget about it for a while. Just do what I do best, which is to coach, to be an amazing resource for people, and to make money that way. That's all I'm going to do. I went from negative thousands of dollars my first three years in business to a positive 30% profitability in 2021 just by realizing that fact that I was dropping my money in a place where that wasn't even my goal. My goal was to grow my business, not to grow my audience. And once I could see those two things as separate, then I was able to really discern, okay, then what is my next move? What am I supposed to do? Now, I'm not saying that growing an audience is evil. In fact, I am currently in the process of trying to figure that out, of figuring out how to grow my audience because I've never done it before. It's something I need to experiment and learn how to do. But at this point in my business, I have an offer that is selling consistently. I know what my message is. I teach coaches how to get clients with a small audience. This is something I can do over and over and over again. And every time I launch, I get clients. And every time that I do a program with a client, they walk away happy. I am helping people. So now that that foundation is set, now that I know how to get clients reliably and consistently Audience growth is the next milestone, but it is not where you start. So if right now and I feel like I'm yelling at you like it's your fault, like I'm telling you like this is your fault, it's not your fault. And I don't mean to sound pretty cheap, but I'm just mad at myself back then for not seeing this, for not prioritizing getting clients over audience growth. I needed to do that in the beginning. I had to. Otherwise, all my money was just going to go down the drain. So that's that's kind of my message is i'm about to tell you my three favorite ways to increase authority online when you have a small audience and i want you to know where we're all standing here is that if you are starting in your business or if you've been in business for one two years and you're still wondering Why am I not getting clients reliably? How come I don't know where my next client is coming from? How come I don't have a reliable process that is going to get me clients every single time? How come I don't have an offer that I have been able to stick with for the past year successfully? Why is that not happening? Those are things you need to tackle before you move on to growing your audience. Because once you grow the audience, think about it. Who have you attracted? And what did you attract them into? if the foundation hadn't been set yet. So I'm about to share with you my three favorite ways to do this, my three f- favorite ways to show up online in a way that makes me look like an expert, that I am, makes me seem like an expert, even when I have a small audience. And I'm gonna start with the most obvious one, um, or although it might not be the most obvious one to you, but I need you to understand this about me and that is making friends on the DMs. If anybody has been on a DM conversation with me, you know that I'm not out there trying to pitch you. And, and you know this because we have all been in the other side of these conversations where somebody will DM us and they will start friendly They'll start with, hi, so I just saw that you are a coach and I love connecting, connecting with like-minded, amazing women. How's your day going? Why don't you tell me what your goals are for your business today? Right? To tell you the truth, my friend, I don't have time to subject myself to your sales script anytime you want. I am open here for conversation. I'm open here for getting to know each other. But the one thing that I'm not available for is filling out your sales script. I just can't, and I can see it coming from a mile away. So well, that is one thing that I just don't do. It's not one thing that I stand for. It's not what I teach my clients to do. It's not, it's not how I believe clients are made. Right now, I don't want to judge anybody who actually does that because I know there's people out there teaching this, right? Get people straight into your sales script right away. It's just not what I teach, it's not what I do. To me, selling has to feel very natural. And if it doesn't feel natural, then I'm not gonna feel good about it. I'm gonna be stressed all day long. And if you have been feeling stressed about sales, it's possible that it's just the approach that has been taught out there. So my favorite way to establish authority is to not do that because I feel like the perfect way for me to destroy any kind of authority I have is to start cold messaging and I just don't. I don't teach it to my clients and I don't want people to do it. And by the way, if this is something that you're interested in learning more about, I do have a workshop that is available for sale right now. And you could really drill into my brain on how I do this and how I teach this. And it's a full, beautiful, it's two over two hour workshop on how to relate to people on the DMs. Uh, and you can just go to MasterYourDMS.com. Master Your DMS. DMs. Dot com and that will get you straight there. And you will understand my entire philosophy for how to build relationships online, okay? And I'm gonna like doodle, doodle it down to like the, the final slide, to the, the final phrase of it. It's just making friends, that's it. It's just being yourself, which I love. I love having DM conversations that feel natural. So that's one way that I do this. Way number two is putting myself out there and speaking in other people's communities. This is something that I had the amazing chance to do recently in the community of my friend, Mia Moran. Mia is the host of the Plan Simple podcast. And she just had an entire work week where she invited some experts to come and teach and talk to their audiences. And I got to go and teach a little bit about Instagram. Now, I'm not an Instagram coach. I do not... Uh, portray myself as an Instagram expert, but it's fun to help people elevate their authority through Instagram and through really cool tips and tricks. So I got to do that in her community. I got to meet amazing people in there. So another way that I love to elevate my authority is go out there and teach go and do what I do best. So this is one thing that you can very easily do, even if you don't have a big audience. I don't have a big audience. All I have is a lot of knowledge to share. And there's a lot of communities out there that wish they could share this knowledge and they wish they didn't have to pay for it. As long as somebody's asking me to to come and speak to their community, um, I do these engagements for the ability to share my knowledge and for the ability to share, uh, listen, can I have the list of people who attended? Can I you know, get them into my mailing list? Can I uh, sell them something that they might want, right? As long as I have the ability to potentially meet those people, potentially get them to become clients, potentially get to know them and do collaborations with them. As long as I have that ability, I can do that. And it's at no cost to the community leader. I just had another, um, another one of my audience members invite me to speak at her in her community. And she said, she said, I know that you get paid for speaking, which I do, I get paid for speaking. It's like, I know you get paid for speaking. Uh, Would you want to speak to my community? Um, You know, but we don't really have a budget for it. What can we do? I'm like, hey, as long as I'm able to uh, share my products, my packages, my offers, um, I'm able to invite them into my mailing list. um, That is a win for me. It's a win for you. And she said, amazing. Yes, please sell. (laughs) Come and and show us what you got. That is a great way that is a win-win situation for the host of the community and for you as a speaker. So I love doing that kind of engagement. So that is my way number two, and I do recommend that you go out there and start to meet people who lead these communities, who could really benefit from your expertise. Start getting into those communities. My third way, third favorite way to elevate my authority and this is not a secret because you can see it very plainly it's very plain to see right there in my uh, in my feed on Instagram is that I love being able to control people's reaction when they see my stuff on Instagram. And Instagram is my platform of choice. Maybe LinkedIn is yours, maybe Facebook is yours, maybe Snapchat or TikTok is yours, but you get to control what people think and feel when they land in your profile. So I love having a bio that is absolutely clear, that tells people exactly what I want them to do. And when they look at my feed, I want them to think, wow, why does she not have more followers? I don't get it. And I get that comment routinely. People coming and telling me, I don't understand how you don't have more followers. Why don't more people like come and listen to you? I'm like, well, oh, growing an audience is something I'm still trying to figure out, but thank you for the compliment. Cause I have full control over what people think and feel when they land on my feed, And I do that by controlling the aesthetic look of my feed. In fact, Currently, I have a five-day challenge that is going on that you can sign up for. And I am I'm saying this because I know at what time the, this podcast is going to be dropping. I know that the podcast is still, I know that the challenge is still going on at this time and it's not too late to join at the time that this podcast episode drops. Just go to socialauthoritychallenge.com. That's socialauthoritychallenge.com slash join. Alright, If you go there, then all you have to do is hang out with me for a week and I will show you we're going to do this together. It's very action packed. We are going to do this together. We're going to make your bio and your feed so amazing that people are going to want to work with you. I'm going to teach you the tips and tricks that I know, and we're going to get into how can you sustain that feed going forward. It's going to be super fun. We're going to have a great time inside the community. It's not too late to join socialauthoritychallenge.com slash join. And I know that some people say, and some gurus say, listen, the look of your feed doesn't matter. This is why they're telling you that. And I think it's really important that you know why they are telling you this. They're telling you that because for most people, it's really hard to get over that hump and to post online. So the gurus that want you to grow your audience really quickly, they don't want you to get bogged down by perfection. So they need to tell you these things. They need to tell you, don't worry about how the feed looks. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because they know their audience. But if you are at a level where you're not there anymore, you don't really have that many blogs about posting, you're just having a little trouble knowing what to post or you know how to make this work because there are already not enough hours in the day, right? If you are ready to put your message out there, then it's time for you to really care about how your feed looks because this is going to be your business card. When people go to your feed, they need to see you as an authority. And if you are, beautifully branded. If you're talking about your message over and over again, if you're sharing your offers, if you're doing all of these things right, your authority has no way to go but up. So I wanted to kind of clarify that because many gurus say this, but I heard that, you know, you don't, to grow your account, you don't really need a fancy, anything fancy. Great. That's not who I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to that serious online business owner who wants to be seen as an authority, regardless of the size of their audience. And nothing puts someone off more than looking at how many followers you have, seeing that it's not that many, and then looking at your feed and saying, yeah, that makes sense. And then they walk away. There's no worse way to kill any chances of getting the right kind of followers when that is happening. You have that control. So that is my favorite way. And I'm giving you that opportunity to fix that, to make that the best that it can be with us inside the Small Audience Social Authority Challenge at socialauthoritychallenge.com slash join. So make sure that you go there. All right. So let's recap. Social authority is something that you have full control over and it has nothing to do with how many followers you have, and it will allow you to get clients whenever you want. Are you ready? Here are the three. Number one, make friends on the DMs. Number two, become involved in other communities so that they can watch you as a teacher, so they can watch you as an authority that you are in your field. And number three, do care about what your feed and your bio look like, because this is where you're going to build that authority. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at yourengagementcoach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support.